Guys, it finally happened. You fell asleep during an Enterprise episode. Somebody mm. died. Not just that. We had two episodes. Technically, two deaths. Whoa. Now, admittedly, the first one was someone we literally never saw, because just some random Sulaban sphere ship blows up that mm -hmm. we see. And, of course, in the second episode, it happens off-camera, but we've got a named known character. You know, I mean, a guest character, but still. They might come back like Daniels. We don't know. Definitively got probably kerploded in an atmosphere. Nope, he got beamed away last second. Everything's fine. You talking about the end of the second episode? I oh, am. Oh, is that the first episode? Second. second one. Dude, they were too much alike. Like, honestly, like, I the feel like I've got it. episodes are too much alike? Well, the start, the beginning of the episodes are too much yeah, alike. Yeah, but then they go to completely different places. But what are the episodes? And who the fuck are we? Weird. What the fuck is going on? Weird way to start this episode. Yeah, really. A bit strange. But... Yeah, well, you know. Welcome to episode 337 uh. of A Star to Steer Her By, your favorite Star Trek podcast being recorded on Martin Luther King Day 2024. I Is am. Is any of that necessary? Because mm. it's a way to say that we're their favorite without also saying that it's... I always say that we're our favorite. No, no, so. no. But the point is, he's saying we're your favorite Star Trek podcast that is recording on this specific date. Oh. We don't know when others are. Yeah, well, if they I, don't say, Okay, this is win. all stupid. Shut up. <laughs> this is stupid already. Order on the podcast. Yeah, no, someone a, get that away from Jake me. Jake has a gavel for reasons. <laughs> no, my gavel. No, no, you're just as bad no, to have no, a Caitlin. No, no, it's a tit gavel. Titful? Anyway. Straight down the shirt. This is Chris, and joining me today are... Oh, dear, this is Ames. Caitlin. Jake. Your gavel. I'm in Caitlin's tits. In it. Governor. Oi. Wowzers. And today's episodes are Future Tense and Kanamar. It was Kanamar, right? Don't think so. Kanamar? Kanamar. Kanamar? Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow. And I'm the one that can't be trusted with the game. I said she's just oh, as bad. It's warm now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, at least it wasn't wet. <laughs> yes. Kanamar sounds, sounds right. Jiminy fuck, Miss. You know, if you get it wet, it doesn't work anymore, like magnets. Like magnets! <laughs> yeah. Okay, I keep people hearing you referencing that. Fucking what? Donald Trump. Oh, it was a Trump line. Okay. Was, Trump said uh, moron. Well, yes, but I, I don't remember exactly what... Oh, so what the... what Quickly, he was saying that on some... Was it on a... Was it on a naval base or, like, somewhere, some government thing, They I think, they had installed elevators that worked with magnets instead of... Whatever they usually work with hydraulics. I don't know how. I don't know how elevators Cables. work. Sure. And he's like, and I told them, you know what's gonna happen is, uh, you all I know is about magnets is if you get them wet, they don't work anymore. No, the, the line is, you take a glass of water oh, and you, you drop, drop it, on it, it on the magnets. You end up with a broken glass of water. But then I guess the idea is the wet. Magnets won't. No, work no, no. He he doesn't say you get a broken glass of water. He no, says if I, you, he I says say. It, he says if you drop a glass of water on it, they don't work. But what actually happens, as Seth Meyer said, is you get wet magnets and a broken glass. But the magnets will still work. Insane Clown Posse officially understands magnets better than Trump. No, and by no. their own admission, they don't understand them. Fair enough. I was just going to say, no, no, fucking magnets, how do they work? Jesus fucking Christmas. I hate everything. Anyway, 
First up in future tense, we open on a on a flathead spaceship. Should have gone with the Phillips head because this one's all fucked up. Enterprise pulls it aboard, even though their sensors are having trouble reading anything inside. They crack her open, and instead of gobs and gobs of death, like radiation or poison or who knows, because they couldn't scan inside, they find a human corpse. <laughs> Reed's first impulse is to shoot it. <laughs> yes. They find a human corpse, and they're like, oh, fuck, this might be Zephram Cochran. And those of us who've watched TOS have gone, no, he's off getting sucked off by a cloud. Hot. So they bring the body to, to sickbay to, to look it over and Reed and uh, Malcolm. Sick and, bay? I mean, Cargo yeah. bay? Oh, the body. The body, oh, yeah, sorry. The body's in the sick bay, yes. The ship's in the cargo bay and, and Reed and Trip are looking it over and a bunch of other people. And they eventually work out it's probably from the future because all the tech seems weird. and The body has chromosomes it shouldn't like Vulcan and a bunch of others. But a Vulcan would never w willingly fuck a human. <laughs> Ain't that Sarek. I think it was just Paul's way of saying, Archer, never hit on me again, please. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Meanwhile, Reed and, Reed and Tucker work out that uh, the ship is actually a TARDIS because it's bigger on the inside for no reason that ever actually matters to the story. Nothing matters out. to the story. Yeah. That's, the, that's the point of this episode, where the points don't matter. Yeah, the Suliban show up trying to claim the ship. The te Not Tellarites. Uh, Tholians show up trying to oh, claim nice the to ship. nice to see them. John decides to look it up in Daniel's database, which, why haven't they destroyed the database? Why haven't they used the, the database ship? all the time? Or, yeah, I just... Mm. And to Paul's like, hey, John, maybe you should blow up this fucking dangerous artifact that you believe is from the future. And even if I don't believe it's from the future, I sure believe it's dangerous. And Archer's like, I'm an idiot. It um, was human-like that was that was uh, the, the pilot. Therefore, I love him. And eventually they just... Say, fuck it, let's blow up the ship after all, but the bomb doesn't work. But don't worry, Trip got the, uh... Black box? The the distress call for oh, it working. You know, whoever it is that sent it from the future went, In a thousand years, I'll get right on it! And pull it away at the last second, because for them, time doesn't matter. And, uh, yeah, that's the and episode. overall, nothing happened. Well, I mean, so it's really... True. It's, it's, it's like a, it's a MacGuffin. The, the ship's a yeah. MacGuffin. They're trying, they're doing a Maltese Falcon deal with it. Ah, right? are they? Yeah. I don't know I don't nothing about the Maltese Falcon. Oh yeah, I guess Explain. everybody is coming yeah, after like, the Maltese Yeah, Falcon, so they have this they? thing that, that everybody wants and and like the fact that it's a ship doesn't really matter. It's right, just okay. it's just a the the point of the episode is all these different factions are two. Two factions. Well, two. Uh, um, uh, it's the uh, tennis balls versus the shuttlecocks. Go shuttlecocks. Mm. The difference is the Maltese Falcon is really good and this is Fine at best. It's a well, great to, Enterprise episode. To be, to be <laughs> fair, the uh, as you know, as well you know, the Maltese Falcon that we all know and celebrate today was the third iteration of that film. So actually, I didn't know that. well, I know I meant him, oh, Chris, Chris specifically. That's Chris. my line that she's stealing. Yes. Good, get it. Caleb. I'm not really stealing. Run your away with it. I'm just using a fact. That <laughs> said, you know. This episode may have been better than the first two iterations of the film, and we'll never know because nobody watches them. Mm. I own them. They came with the DVD yeah. of the new one. Have you watched them? Not yet. Then I, I rest need my to. case. The second one's actually like a comedy version, apparently. He's never going to watch them. Um, All right, he might. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. But yes, this was a great episode of Enterprise, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, The ship is cool. It does feel very blue ballsy. 
mm-hmm. in that like there is like there is no relevance of the ship. It's None just, whatsoever. No. We do these like little kind of like cause and effect like repeating a scene. Oh right, I forgot about the stuck in a, like a thirty loop. second time loop, yeah. which is interesting. Like when when that first happened, I thought there was something wrong with our episode. Chris said like, the exact oh, same we, thing. Did we sit on the remote by accident? Oh crap! And there's like, oh no, this is intentional. Well, but what's they, but it's it's not it doesn't seem they don't relevant. Do with it. But yeah. Well, that's well, the thing too. It's like it doesn't really seem to have any actual consequences. It just happens. Like what? What? It's if, to remind you that time. Like what if? Okay, here's an idea. Do it. What if instead of whatever the fuck happened, like the Suliban board the ship, say, and and they kill Reed. And then oh, and then the time flips. and then Tucker like and, in Galaxy and, like, Quest. Tucker, Tucker I, was, I was waiting to say that. Yeah, and opens the panel. Yeah, and it warps them back to right before yeah the the Suliban beamed in, and Tucker is like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something, and then he turns around and he just swings a punch in midair, and as he's and swinging hits Tony it, Shalou. the the, uh, the the Suliban beam in, and it makes contact. Oh, I feel like we bring up Galaxy Quest a lot in relation to Enterprise. Galaxy Quest really is just the best version of Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, it's the best version of a lot of Trek, to be entirely but, fair. True, but especially. But what's funny too, doubly funny about the like the loop, I thought our app was fucked up because mm-hmm. the play- Paramount Plus app is just oh, garbage, fucking awful. But I especially thought it happened because I had actually rewound because ah. Caitlin hadn't seen the weird camera pullback they did. Did you notice that? I didn't notice. When that. they first pull off the panel, for some reason, the director thought, "Let's make this look more dynamic." So when they pulled back the panel, he also pulled back the camera. Oh, it, it looks was, really it was interesting, stupid. But it- because there's but, nothing else going on. You have to make it visually interesting somehow. But what's weird is, like, he didn't move at quite the same pace as them, so it wound up with this weird kind of... You know that trick they do where they, like, move the camera in one direction? And zoom out at the same time. It kind of ended up having that effect. So rather than looking dynamic, it just looked weird. Hmm. Like, they didn't time it right to look good. But so, that was right before or right or, or around the time that they did the time? It was, like, looping? right before they did the jump. Okay. So I rewound so Caitlin could see it. And then it did the jump, and I thought it had just repeated the backup I did, which yeah. is a weird-sounding glitch. But I've seen Dumber from this app, mm. so... I was like, oh, you like to rewind at this point in the episode. <laughs> Honestly, I fucking believe it. It's done some incredibly moronic fucking things. It's like when you buy a product on Amazon, and yeah. then it forever advertises similar products. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, even if you bought it, it's like, I, why would I want another one of these? Yeah. But, um... Sometimes you need more than one of them. Also, things. later on, when he's like, they realize they're they're getting in oh, this loop and they're trying to do the... that bomb thing. Yeah, it's like, hey, John, here's an idea. You know this radiation's just in this room. Take the bomb outside, you stupid well, they had Well, they had to put the bomb in the ship, though. Yeah, but you get the core out, because they just needed the core mm, or whatever. True. Get that out, then go in. Oh, like, do as in. much as you can away from the radiation. It didn't matter anyway. True, it didn't. Because Tholian stole it I did. I did love that because once they, once they, you know, they get this bomb ready to go, Malcolm's got his finger on the button because he's he always fucking does because he's Malcolm. And they press it and nothing happens. And like, <laughs> oh, this thing that you guys planned and tried so hard and did like three different times. Speaking of blue balls. Didn't work. Mm. Speaking, and that rarely happens. Ames so. is laughing in your face, Enterprise. <laughs> Speaking again of blue balls, the corpse. Did he have balls? No, but the corpse was clearly not a prop. Oh, yes. It I was a guy in makeup. Mm-hmm. Ah. So I'm thinking, okay, they wouldn't bother doing this unless he was going to wake up at some point. Never mind. 
Good. Could have been a prop. Good for that guy. Here's the thing. Maybe they did that, so you'd think that. Maybe they are clever. Well, especially one point, because no, not good for that guy. At one point, his lip twitched. Oh no, bad guy. I mean, yeah. If you can get an actor that can be still enough, it's probably a lot cheaper to make up an actor than it is to build a realistic corpse. Well, except the problem is it's not realistic in my mind. Because he's supposed to have been clearly, like, dead and decaying for a while. I mean, how his long? ribs were out and he stuff. Came, he came back in time. How long had it been? But, yeah, but, like, the body was very decayed. But, mm. like, he hadn't become, like... He's half Vulcan. Yeah, I don't know. He's still... They continue living after death. That's, he was... that's, the new ma- that's the new magic thing the Vulcans do now. Yeah, it's, uh, they, uh, they, they continue can, they, to they live. I don't think he's half. I think he's, like... Very slightly broken. Listen, listen. Yeah, this guy's entire ancestry is just people fucking across species. Honestly, for all we know, this could be a descendant of Spock. They say he's from 900 years in the future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's long enough that oh, yeah. the melting pot has melted the a pot. fair amount. I'm just saying, he, he looked like a living person in makeup, not a corpse. Yeah, they could have done better with that. I mean, would would it be better if you were paper mache, or would that be really distracting though? Because we've done that before, and it's been bad. Honestly, I don't think he looked that bad, man. Honestly, I was again just so busy waiting for him to open his eyes that I found that more distracting than a bad prop would have. I would have been like, "Yep, yeah, bad prop." Seen this before. I wonder if in the future, because you know, obviously in Star Trek, they're they're having actors that are present day human beings, but in the in the future, I wonder if like distinctive human features are going to continue to kind of coalesce and there will just be a generic human look. Like, I mean, in the real world? or Yeah, yeah well, in mm. the real world, but yes. Yeah, so like, is it realistic that we would still have distinct white people and black people and Asian people 900 years from now or I would mean, we just have i mean humans? probably there will always be racists that's true yeah i like i mean in theory if we if we were fucking one another more like yeah i think eventually you would probably wind up with kind of a more homogenous look yeah, yeah. but I, I, as far as just like bone structure though that still might vary because that seems to just happen you but know? I, well i also just think that like like a lot of the a lot of these features kind of I was, I mean, I'm not a biologist, I don't know, but my assumption has been that they evolve because of, like, geographic isolation, like, you know, humans came out of, you know, Africa and, and sort of the Middle East and that area, and just sort of branched out and then didn't really connect with each other after the Ice Ages, because they were just like, oh, it's harder to get around. Yeah. So, like... You have the people that went to Asia that developed those features. You have people that went to Northern Europe, developed those features. You have people that, you know, crossed the land bridge into North America. They have, have certain features. And like, and, and then you have like people that made it to Polynesia and, and Australia. And they have, you know, they, they, well, I guess, I guess down there you have even like distinctive subspecies too, which are now extinct. But like the, um, uh, Florentis or whatever the, the the Hobbit people. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, the who now? There was like, there's like they've discovered fossils of humans that are they call them hobbits because they're like four feet tall. Oh wow! Like the fully grown adults are like really short. Oh wow! Short. Who knew? I've never. Yeah. This is yeah, news it's to a couple me. of years ago. It's like, like Homo Florentis, I think, is something like that. The other thing too is like I feel like a lot of a lot of it obviously was adaptation over time. Oh, you're yeah, right. They were adapting to those particular environments and. What we have now is, you know, 
with sort of modern building advancement in homes, like, we don't really have... We, we force stuff to adapt to yeah. us, not there's no, vice yeah, versa. There's no, so. there's, no, there's no selective pressure. So, right, so now, like, the only pressures left to evolve different features are going to be, like, sexual preference. Mm. Right? And if over time, I figure just, like, that's going to diminish, right? As people become less racist and more willing to... Well, eventually, though... ...read outside of their, you know, subgroup. We're also, though, at some point, we are going to get to the point where the planet's going to be getting so fucking hot that we're all going to be forced to adapt to a one one worldwide terrible ecosystem. Mm. And then we'll definitely all start to look alike. Yes. Corpses. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I don't know, I don't know the, why I was thinking. Oh, I was just thinking because, because, of, because like, of the homogenous yeah. of, the, of, the, of the corpse. Yeah, and the thing about that is, you know, T'Pol and Archer have this conversation that I found annoying about, like, oh, yeah, if he's got... If, if you know our dead friend here has Vulcan DNA, do we, does that mean you know maybe humans and Vulcans will get down to it at some point? And Paul's like, well, there's all these factors that I don't think Vulcans and humans are going to be compatible, and blah blah blah. And it, really, it's for the audience to be like, they're talking about Spock. Yep. Splooge. Mm. <laughs> See, Trip should have been there <laughs> to be like at first before he said there's more than just Vulcan. He could have been like, oh. Maybe that feller your ancestor knew actually uh, got a little busy on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Get him, Mistral. I love that. Mistral, thing. I could not think of his name. But um, then, yeah, he's got like a bunch of other stuff floating around in there. So, we encounter the Tholians. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We haven't seen them in forever. forever. No, their voices are terrible. Oh, yeah. I, I read this on, on um, not Wikipedia, the Star Memory Trek. Alpha? Memory Alpha. About that. So, like, obviously we never heard the Tholian language in the Tholian web. And we haven't seen them since. So, when they needed to synthesize and we know we know that they're horrible monsters yeah they're cockroach looking yeah. things and mm -hmm. they've got so six it, gross so spider legs like the, bro the the creators had to figure okay what are these well, things going to sound like though. i know i looked um, it up and what they ended up finding was that the sound that star trek fans make when there's a conflict <laughs> with canon is actually very close yes. to the to the sound that they wanted to produce. Nice, I love that. So joke. they just went to a Star Trek convention <laughs> and uh, just recorded some B roll, and they were all set. That is one thing I got to give this show for all its failings. It's digging up aliens we haven't used since. Like, we basically never had Andorians since TOS. There was like that one Lol was thinking of being. And maybe a background one at some point. Oh, and one in TAS, God save us. We're eventually going to see, they've mentioned them, but we will see Tellarites again. Yep. Uh, a few others. Um, Didn't the Orions come up? Am I nuts? They've been mentioned a few times, but we haven't seen but, them yet. But the okay. thing about the fuck, and I've said this before, I said this when we talked about them, is that they're not fucking green! Yes. They're not fucking green because the Orions are not aliens. I mean, they, they are, but they're not, there's not a race of aliens a species called the orions the orions is the name of a criminal organization of many different species including humans bilby bigsby fucking whatever his name was he's a fucking orion and chester the only reason why star trek and this is enterprise's fault because they're the ones that are gonna fuck it up the only reason orions are green now is because there was the dancing vena who wasn't even Orion, it was just a fucking woman. It was a human woman who was dancing and painted green. Well, here's the thing, they're not necessarily green, but there is definitely a distinct Orion species because there were the Orions in TOS. 
Because that one Andorian was actually... But we never saw what they looked like. No, that's what I'm saying. We could still still go with Jake's theory they're not actually the green people. But they are... There is an actual Orion species that started the Orion Syndicate. See, I don't know if that's true, though, because Orion is a whole-ass constellation. There could be loads of places that would be considered part of, like, Orion. Yeah, but the way they talk about them in TOS, they are a distinct... There is a race called the Orions. We see them in TAS. We do? They're not green. They're kind of a... They're (laughs) They're like a blue-green. Oh my god, that's right. They're pink like everything else in that fucking show. Either way, so they do exist, but yes, you're right. The Orion Syndicate... Technically, I don't. I don't even buy it. I. I still think. I think the Orion Syndicate was was started by humans. I think this is a conspiracy. That her human beings started the Orion Syndicate because it's as Caitlin said, it's a human word. It's the human. It's the English word for a particular constellation. Or they just, sh- or someone else shares a word and it's not talking about that constellation at all. Yeah. How often have we heard people have like? parallel development and stuff they might have that word but also how often have we had natives of a planet call it like something two which was the Mm. name an earth astronomer gave it they don't think these things through Hmm. yeah uh yes our glorious homeland (laughs) valspar six well the cardassians have cardassia four but they come from cardassia prime yeah they but they call it cardassia prime but i wonder well i wonder if they called it cardassia and then when they made it to space they're like huh there's other planets well that one's cardassia one and two and three yeah i mean here's the thing based on what we know of them and they're probably one of the few alien species we know a lot about who the cardassians yeah the cardassians don't strike me as the most imaginative people maybe cardassia is just their word for dirt like ours yeah like like earth yeah our word for dirt yeah cardassia just means dirt so they call every planet Dirt. Dirt. Dirt one, dirt two. Or planet. Yeah, or, pl- or just planet, yeah. I mean, again, these are the people of the repetitive epic, so I could totally buy that. And they're like, why are these, why, why do the Federation people call us the planetoids? <laughs> <laughs> why do they call us dirt people? It's really offensive. That's the real, that's been the issue the whole time, because they've never, act, peace could have been struck centuries ago. And they never bothered to learn what the word Cardassia means. You guys want to hear the early pitches for this episode? Yep. Sure. Yeah, you do. Because some of them will, some of them will see hints of like in the future. early pitches for this episode. <laughs> yeah. So an early pitch would have been that this, that the, the ship that we find would be the USS Defiant from the TOS episode, The Tholian Web. Huh. Oh, so but, in the Tholians. Yeah, which, which is how the Tholians uh, ended up in this episode. But they realized, oh, but we don't want Archer learning things about the future because that'll be, you know, add conflict to this show. And, you know, who needs that? Well, also, then they'd have to, like, deal with knowledge of future technology and... Canon with enter- with between Enterprise and TOS. Yeah. That would be impossible. So what they decided, they're writing this episode and they come up with this whole, like, little, little pod thing with the corpse in it. And they decided, oh... Someone from the future is going to come back for it from the 31st century. He's going to talk with Archer. They're going to talk about the time stuff some more, you know, to help establish this whole time thing. Because, you know, we still have no idea what the fuck is going on. But Archer has decided that he is in it to win it for reasons. Idiot. So this guy comes back, takes the ship, and we learn that the dead passenger is him. Wow. Wait, who's the dead passenger? The guy who came back for it. Oh, okay. Is himself. See, yes. here, well, no, see... That was something you suggested could have been the case. That is what I suggested, the, yes. The only way that would have been better is if it was fucking Time Cop. What's his fucking... Braxton? Oh, Braxton. 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 Fucking poor-ass Braxton. <laughs> Can't win. He's like, he's like, 
he's like, wait a minute, this is my body? And then he sees, like, scrawled on the edge of the ship, Janeway was here. <laughs> <laughs> Janeway! Uh, I suggested, um, you know, because he mentions people coming from the future to study the past. Like, this is actually just another scheme by Rasmus, and mm. he's just gone back further, or ahead less far in his case. No, that's stupid. Yeah, pff, not as, I mean, more fun than this. Yeah, this was just kind of, everything felt extraneous. It was there. Like, there were, like, the details were all like, okay, this is an interesting ship. Are we going to do anything with it? No. Oh, this is an interesting time device. Are we going to do anything with it? Mm. It felt like trips, like, invisible hand again. Yep. And yeah. it doesn't pay off. Son of a bitch. Yeah, they really should have done more with the time skipping. Yeah. Like, that would that yeah. could have been very easily worked into the episode in a way that would have been cool and not stupid. But also, John, destroy the fucking ship. Oh, yeah. Destroy Don't all... Don't even open it, idiot. ...of that shit. Well, they didn't know it was from the future at first. It so. could have been radioactive. Oh, yeah, no, I agree, yeah, but the since thing they opened like, it... Yeah, blowing up the ship is probably bad considering they know it has mysterious radiation emanating from it. True. Throw it into a sun or a black hole. Throw like, it into Endora's oh, sun. Actually, you know what would have been a cool ending to this episode in a way? Would have been if they did the bomb thing and they detonated the bomb... And then the screen goes black, and then it comes back up, and it's the very beginning of the episode again. And they just released all that time energy in oh, one go, and okay. just rewound to the beginning of the week. Like Year of Hell. Like Year of Hell. Ah. Like, Interesting. Oh, see, they could have they done a Year of Hell where the ship got really fucked up by the Tholians. Time's and, up. And, uh, and, and, I mean, that just would have been copying time, time, Year of Hell, but... At least they'd be copying a better episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, blow up the ship, take all that crap from the future from Daniel's room and throw that into a sun. Why are we keeping this dangerous-ass shit around? Well, the, so the Daniels thing is, yeah, the Daniels thing is pretty fucking. We need nice MacGuffins, the, damn it! But the risk of it existing when it does outweighs the positive. It's it's like how we just had that Sulaban ship forever and yeah, ever and never mentioned it. And we still least, have it. It's still there. Wait, we do. God damn Why it. wouldn't we? Like, ah! But you know, at least that's from their time. Well, then again, it might have tech from the. Ugh. It certainly has future tech because there's yeah. a cloaking device. Yeah, a really weird one. Well, here's the other thing. That Daniel's computer device, why haven't they just downloaded all of its contents at this point? Like, why are they still hiding it in Daniel's... Um, because T'Pol probably said, it'll, it might prove time travel, therefore mm. like, we don't want to see it. Yeah. La 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 yeah, she's, la, I'm she's, not listening. T'Pol is so racist... How she, racist she, is she? She would, just, she, would, she would sooner believe in time travel than... Humans and nah. Vulcans fucking. <laughs> I, I, though, like... Even though, in her own story about Carbon Creek, there's a whole subplot about a Vulcan fucking a human. Well, they did, he didn't, she didn't say that he was having offspring with the human. Well, we know, That's we know where it's going. We know where it's going. <laughs> but, um, They won't even fit together. Come on. That, that part is... Compatible. She's the DNA that isn't. The bundle? Thanks to the... Sure. That's that's really what it is, Jake. Wait, humans have more than one hole? <laughs> it's just like it's just like the extra island that Vulcans have. Yeah. Oh, I love how when, the moment they see the the dead body and they look at it, someone, either Flox or Archer, and I don't remember, says, "Oh, it's a human." I'm like, "How do you fucking know that?" 
by just looking at its decaying Was Phlox not using instruments? I don't think they I think it was just by looking at it, like, human! And mm. I'm like, no. Human. Check. Well, um, check, of, morons. What I did kind of think was interesting was, like, you know, if you have someone who's watching this show who's maybe never seen TOS... They don't know that they've already answered the Zephram Cochran question. Mm -hmm. So could actually have spent at least a little bit of the episode wondering, oh, is it Zephram Cochran? Did he go missing? What's going on here? Yeah, and the, like the Zephram Cochran. That? Yeah, the Zephram Cochran thing, like that would be interesting in and of itself to explore in an episode. Mm. Because again, if you don't know TOS, which I'm gonna assume that a lot of the people watching this probably don't. Right. Especially, like, that's there's, not, there's, that's... there's no Star Trek in the title. How would they know? Well, that, and it's like, it's kind of, it's not one of the classics. It's not like, it's not like a... Yeah, no, it's not... City it's, on the Edge of Forever, you know. It's an episode I forget exists half yeah. the fucking time. Like, the only reason I think we even remember it is because they reuse the character in First Contact. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, they, if that character was never reused, and like, oh, right, Zephram Cochran, the guy who invented the time warp. Yeah. Let's well, do I that think, again. I think by... You just a step, jump to the left, and then a step to the right. <laughs> well, I think they... Put may... your hands on your God hips. Damn it. Switch your knees in time. But it's the pelvic thrust. Oh, it really draws you insane. Anyway, sorry. But, I, yeah, well, I think maybe TNG and DS9 did, you know, throw around Milla Cochran's on occasion. But, yeah, that was about the extent of it. Oh, yeah, the, the name of the yeah, they, Milla yeah. Cochran's. Ridiculous. More like... Micro Cochran's, if you know what I mean, a little thick. Cochran was the ship that uh, uh, Tom brought to Warp Ten. Oh, that's right, it was. And then they blew it up at some point. Mm. Oh, here's a thing about this episode that I noticed. Good, good. Yes. So a thing. There's this wonderful. Because I have to say, like, they first started playing with CG ships in Voyager, and there was they're pretty okay. I feel like they really... They started with DS9, didn't they? And they were terrible. Oh, yeah, they were terrible at DS9. They were yeah, they, fucking they were, they were getting better, I guess, in Voyager. And yeah, then, by Voyager, they were passable. Yeah. And then in uh, this one, um, they're actually really good. And, like, really detailed. And there's a great shot when the when the Vulcan ship is there, and it's blown to smithereens. Yeah. Chunks missing. You can no one's see, dead. You can see decks. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, and then the voiceover says... Ah, oh, the Vulcan ship is badly damaged, but fortunately, no casualties. Oh, sorry, is that what you were building to? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just actually talking about... <laughs> Toss salad and scrambled eggs! Because I did notice that how good the, the like, oh, yeah. destruction like, was. Like, I was like, wait a minute. Somebody had to have died. A, hu a bigger chunk of that ship was missing than the fucking chunk of the Enterprise B that killed Kirk. Well, but, yeah. like, also, casualty doesn't even mean dead. It it's could just be yeah, injured. Nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody even hit their got hurt? That's, yeah, that's bullshit. No, this stupid. Is, this is... Yeah. Here's, no, here's the here's it is. Good uh, at least a hundred Vulcans got blown into space. They're all dead. But they didn't want Archer to know about <laughs> it. When Archer's like, oh, how about your casualties? The Vulcan captain's like, we are fine. They're, they're in Archer's ready room. There's a thud as one of the corpses bounces off his window. But what about that Vulcan right there? Oh, uh, what? Nothing. Didn't see a thing. He's just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> we can sleep in space. It's one of our magical Vulcan For like, powers. Not long. Don't don't mention it to Paul. She'll be sad I told you. 
Right. The one thing that I've seen people give credit to this episode for is the kind of little discussion that Reed and Trip have about would you like to know mm. how things turn out if you could see the future or go back to the past and eat a stegosaurus. I forget how that went. Get eaten by a stegosaurus. Delicious. And I thought that was a cute little conversation and it was very fitting for the two of them. I really... Yeah, they're so cute together. They are. But I was beside myself that Reed didn't know anything about dinosaurs. You're telling me that a hundred some odd years all little boys and girls don't love dinosaurs anymore? There's not this kid, though. That's exactly what I said. It's like, look, every other kid, yes. The minute Reed was born, they shoved a book about naval history into his hands. And that's all he was allowed to read until he was 17. Reed is like... You know, there there were always dinosaur kids. And there always will be dinosaur kids. Reed was like... He was like the magnifying glass and... And ants kid, you know. He was, <laughs> was he, he was, killing them or just studying them? He was studying them their deaths. Oh. Studying how to kill them. He was fire reads a fucker fire crackers in the frog kid, okay? No, I don't like that for him. That doesn't seem right. Besides which he's English. He couldn't get his hands on that kind of shit. That's an American type of pastime. <laughs> no, firecrackers. Ah. <laughs> they have fireworks oh, that on was good. Uh, they have fireworks on uh, you know, fucking bonfire night. What are you talking about? The British. They have fireworks displays on 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 the Guy Fox. Guy yeah, Fox but Day. who's lighting them off? I'm just saying they might be able to get them in stores as well. I'm, I'm not saying. Sure. I'm just saying Reed is a the cops don't carry guns. Okay? They definitely aren't selling fucking fireworks to their civilians. Emotional problems. Yes, I mean he that's does. all true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Again, on the scale of Enterprise, this is fine. On the scale of better shows, it's meh. Yeah. 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 Hard meh. I, I, don't, I don't even know why we had this episode, because as we've said before, the temporal Cold War does not affect you, Archer. You are a fucking flea to the, compared to these people who can, like, bend time to their whim. You're not going to win the temporal Cold War as a human in, what, 2163? Is that when it is? 21-somethings, yeah. 20-something, 50s or 60s, I can't well, remember. That's right, anything. Why does he fucking care? Because... Because he wants to befriend the entire future. Oh no! The I, the concept of time. He wants it to be his friend. Yeah. Well, that's why introducing the temporal cold war was pretty fucking stupid. So dumb. <laughs> because it also means that anything that kind of happens on this show is kind of pointless. Well, like I said, I swear the only reason they did it was so that if people complained about continuity, they could go temporal cold war. A wizard did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A wizard did it. Uh, not even an admiral from the future. Something. <laughs> something. Yes. Best line of yeah, Star Trek. that's true. Like, Archer should just be listening to Chakotay. <laughs> well, like the episode, that's better than a wet fart. Next up, Canamar! Don't worry, Future Chance was still somehow more interesting than Canamar. Oh, God, Canamar. You broke really? my heart. I like this one. Oh, did you? Jesus. I'm right, so well, sorry, I'm... Jake. I thought it was okay. When Zulus wasn't talking, I tuned out entirely. You mean... You liked him? I loved him. I liked him, him too! Yay. This is why Ames and I get each other. Did you he like was... that little turd? Uh, Dude, I, he was I a little turd. I didn't he was mind just... him. I didn't... He, he didn't bother me. He was stressed out. He was just, he was just looking for a friend. You know, uh... And his makeup was absolutely Oh, yeah, phenomenal. it was great. Yeah. I really liked it. It was, was... I mean, I found his design seaweed, upsetting, seaweed but it was well done. Seaweed beard? And I his, thought it was yeah. cute. I thought he was very his cute. I liked him forehead pustules i loved them i thought like gemstones of some kind oh i thought it looked like Mm. maybe his brain was showing i wasn't really sure what was going on there anyway uh, tell us about it was um he's he's 
Do you know who that actor is? I looked him up. I so looked yes. him up and I recognized nothing. Tell me what he's, you what you he's, know. He was in Twister. I've never seen so. You've never seen Twister? Oh, oh, we watch oh I saw he was in Twister, but actually his his. I'm not even kidding. His real like sort of claim to fame. He was in the original Gut Milk ad. What? So he had that. Do we have a milk mustache? That cummy shit on his face. Uh, the the guy who couldn't answer the trivia oh, because, question. He, oh, you're right. The, the one, peanut butter sandwich. The, the one where what? he's eating a peanut butter sandwich and he's and he, call, and he hears a radio. He's listening to the radio and there's a contest that he knows the answer to. So he calls up the radio station and they're like, "Okay, caller five. What is the answer?" And he goes, <laughs> and they're like, "We're sorry, we can't understand you." He's like, <laughs> And then oh, he's like, we're going to have to find this ad. I'm sure it's And he's trying to drink some milk. Yeah, but his, like, carton's empty or whatever. And the no. carton's empty, so, he's, so he can't because his mouth is well, full of peanut butter. Milk it's is funny. the great unsticker when it comes to peanut butter. Well, and I'd forgotten this. That ad was actually directed by Michael Bay. And in a weird bit of, like, um, they looked into the future, the whole thing was this guy was, like, a wicked Alexander Hamilton nut. The question was about oh, who shot Aaron Hamilton, oh, and the answer was Aaron Burr. Oh, and of course, this is God. 30 years ago when most of us didn't give a flying fuck about that guy. So yeah, really, you wouldn't oh, even ask no. that now. Yeah, it's that's, too obvious. That's yeah, fucking it's all wild. Back to I remember me. Oh, that. That's yep. fucking crazy. He was town. he was yeah. the guy with the sandwich. Good but who is man. this guy? What's this episode? Tell us. What's going on? Zula's forever. Well, in Canamar, we open on a ship adrift, as Caitlin pointed out. It's but, Shuttle Pod One. Yes, it's Shuttle Pod One this time instead of a Phillips head, flathead, fuck, blew my own joke, ship. I was expecting a pickup truck. Uh-oh. Blew <laughs> my own self. Blame camera. Somehow still has gas. Anyway. Um, yeah, but it, so. This time it smelled like manure, but that's just because Archer was in there. <laughs> Archer and Trip had gone to a planet. They were coming back, but they got picked up by the space cops who claimed they were smugglers with no real evidence. So now they're on a prison ship, and you're like, oh, God, we're doing this falsely imprisoned thing again. Again, again. But then a guy breaks out, and you're like, oh, fuck, no, because, you know. Prison break. For once, Enterprise goes to the planet and is like, you took our people, and they go, oh, fuck, we did. So they call up the ship, and they're like, a couple of them shouldn't be there. But there's a prison break, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's going to turn into Con Air instead. Ooh. But no, not really. Really, it's a good it never is. It's kind of, but not as like because the whole time it's just the sort of the two guys that had the plan, not like everybody that because that's Con Air. I put the emphasis weird there. In Con Air, it's kind of like you know this one guy does it, but then everyone else is like yeah this sounds good, except Nick Cage who's just getting he's transported. A, a yeah. yeah, he was going to see his family again. Yeah, um, put the bunna back or whatever. You know. Really, what this episode was missing was the Steve Buscemi character. I was yes. just thinking there was oh no Steve God. Buscemi there. Yeah. yeah. When I first started having a crush on Steve Buscemi. Same. Same. Oh wow. <laughs> I think we need to do Con Air as a ten forward now. This is getting interesting. So anyway, you know. So, but this guy is just all about himself and his Nausicaan buddy. So he keeps them all the rest of them locked up. But the pilots got knocked out, and Archer's like, I, I'm a pilot, and. Archer kind of plays along, trying to work out a way to escape. You think the easy thing to do would just be let the cops that show up capture them. But oh, yeah. instead, he helps them flee. But he does knock them out without destroying their ships. Which yes, and he does convince yeah, the guy to let them live because it'll just make things worse. Good ruse. They get to a planet, and the guy's like, now put it into a decaying orbit. I just want me and my friend, and I guess you and your friend to live. And they escape. Oh, yeah, the ship that was supposed to meet them, Enterprise intercepted it. When we aren't looking, they replace the crew with Enterprise people. There's a firefight. There's John, a lot of fight. There's a yeah, lot of fist fight. John and I don't even know the guy's name. He's the he guy. Is it a K? He, he, 
He's the guy that jumped into the into the warp nacelle beam. Oh, yeah, really? Pierce from, from no Eye shit. of the Beholder. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Caitlin recognized him from something else. And other person. Yeah, he's from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. He was the he's the head. Yeah, well, one of them. He's the, I would say, the Leader. head of the queens or whatever they call themselves. Sisters. Sisters. I, right, I got that. He plays a type, doesn't he? Yeah. No, he, plays a, he plays a mean, Say, mean creep. Kuroda. Wait, before you go on. Can you remember, it, he then gets, like, beaten to paralysis by the guards, doesn't he? In, yeah. And, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, yeah, then they, because he tries to rape Andy, they beat the shit out of him, but by then Andy was helping the guards with their finances or whatever, so they, like, beat them until he's Yeah, Clancy no Brown beats the shit out of him. Right, Clancy Brown. <gasps> Downtown Clancy Brown. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Kuroda Lord. Chant Loren or Lechant. We, we may have only ever heard him say Kuroda. Like, yeah. So, Kuroda so you know, of course, him and Archibald one's on the ship. He fights. He locks himself in the thing because he just is so desperate not to go back to Kanemar that he'd rather die. The end. I just I just don't know why Archer tried so hard to save him. Because he's he bef- Archer. He befriends everyone he meets, even if they're the wrong people. Ugh. Every fucking time. He's best friends with Shran for reasons. He's best friends with Clancy Brown for reasons. Archer can't fucking help himself. Okay, there seems Archer, to be a little bit of destiny surrounding him and Shran, to be fair. The hot. red string of fate, perhaps. Archer <laughs> is best friends with Shran because Shran is the only person he's met who hates Vulcans more than he does. Also, also Shran <laughs> is a point. great friend. Like, well, he is, he is. You know? But I think the initial attraction was like, wait, wait, you hate Vulcans? I hate Vulcans! Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> and then they play drums. Is that Step Brothers? Yes. Great. Which I've never seen, but I remember the ad. Oh, okay, me either. <laughs> But yeah, at first I was like, oh god, not another falsely imprisoned episode. And then I was like, oh wait, a twist! It's caught air! But no, nowhere near as good. Yeah, it's very fascinating because very high up in my notes, it's funny because I have a note that says, oh no, I haven't taken any notes. <laughs> I, have been, I haven't been taking any notes because I'm so bored. Mm. And I, you know, cause I had flipped my card over to check someone's name or something and it was, okay, Zumas, that's the guy's name. And then never flipped it back over to take another note because I, there was just nothing for me to say about this episode. Yeah, I, I do think this episode could have been improved if more of the criminals were freed. Yeah. Um, I also, again, okay, so maybe it's Archer's rule not to kill anybody. It's certainly not the the, murder, the, the, the Yeah, the Nausicaan or... or Corona. Corona's. And yet they they. But went... he's gonna put them in a sun, in a planet in a dis, in a decayed yeah. orbit. So but what? Why, yeah. but then why, why not kill they, them now? Why do they leave the guards alive? Like why do any of this? Especially if they're just going into this decaying orbit. Like no matter what, they're gonna die. You're planning for these people to die. It's not gonna matter when. Yeah, I mean, unless the for some reason the the guards' guns don't have a kill setting. Why is smash the... them with that with those. Uh, Manacles. Yeah, because you know they do shoot a couple people, but they're only ever just stunned. I get okay. I could see the logic of the guns on a prison transport only having stun settings for a case just like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So also, I'll give them that. I like the shocking thing. The shocking thing was used to. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The Nas again really should have been more of a heavy too. I feel yeah, like. he kind of got bitched a bunch. Yeah, like well, that's we both were like when when Trip hits him over the head with the manacles, he should have just. He should have done nothing. Yeah, he should have stood up, turned around, and should have been like, (laughs) I fully expected, because, you know, shocker guys, 
Trip is an engineer. Mm. Son of a bitch. And he's been working in this doodly thing. Oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be electricity. And it's like, oh, yep. can you reach in there and get that thing? I thought it was going to zap him and yep. knock him out that so way. Too. That's yeah. exactly what I was waiting for there to yeah, win a movie trap. They forget pretty often that Trip should have this kind of expertise. Well, maybe he does, but he didn't want to fuck up the innards because he knew he needed to, like, get around with the ship. This was just for the hatch, though. You know what they well, could have know. brought back for this, if they wanted The Suluban Invisible Ship. They could have brought back Trandok, the fucking blue monster that, that, the that, that Kirk has to fight. <laughs> he could have been one of the prisoners. Yeah, why not? Instead of an and that Yeah, exactly. And then that poor guy just gets kicked in the knees all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, that could have been, been the one thing. Like... That could have really justified Zoomus or whatever. If at one point during his rambling, he was like, "Hey, I even have the blue fella. He keeps his genitals in his knee." And so when they're, you know, he hits him over the back, he stands up and glares a trip, and then there's like the echo, like trip remembering genitals in the knee. the knee, and then he kicks him in the knee, and then he's like, "You are all right, seaweed beard. Thumbs up." Um, now, what did you think of seaweed beard? Because those two loved him. I, I, I mean, wanted him air. I thought it was. I thought it was a cool design. It was in a, you know. Oh, yeah. Did, in I, in oh, Star Trek... Oh. oh, you mean just as a character? Yeah, like, oh, did wait. you want him airlocked, or did you want to give him a hug? Um, I didn't... I was kind of indifferent to him. I didn't like that he ratted when they were planning to... Uh, when they were tricking Batman to come out, and he ratted on... Yeah. Well, well, he because he didn't know the plan. Because how would how would he have known the plan? Well, no, and then but then after he's like, oh, you should be thanking me. Yeah, you made yeah. a big mistake. I mean, the character that they created, they created to be annoying, which is an annoying trait to give someone as yes. their only trait. When really, like, there's that moment when when Trip's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and he says, you know, I'm going to prison for probably the rest of my life, and I thought for a hot second I could have a nice day. Ten mm-hmm. years. Ten for ten years of my ten year life. I think the only time I felt really really bad for him was when was when Trip asked the Nausicaan if he could switch seats, <laughs> like in front of him too. Well, like, I'm I feel like... first, nominated for an Emmy in prosthetic makeup, but lost to Primetime Glick. Oh, really? oh my god! You know that episode of Curb when Larry runs into oh, and they're short, and, and they're doing and he's the glick like, voice. How do you do that glick other? voice? You go up high and you go over there, and then Larry's like, "You go here." Martin Short's like, "No." <laughs> I thought that my impression was good. I hear you two just do that for a while. He's so bad. He's like. That's my, so that's my Larry David doing Martin Short impression. I don't know that I could do a good glick. Oh, she's giving in I'm, to the power well, of the doctor. Well, you know what it is, doctor. honestly, is like I'm falling asleep and it's not anyone's fault, but I'm... Just what the doctor ordered. Speaking of which, there, there wasn't actually, a lot of doctor in this one, was Thank there? God. Yay! I don't remember seeing the doctor at all in this episode. I don't episode. think he was in this episode. He was in the first yeah, one no, for no. like two seconds. No, wait. Which episode did he have the chat with T'Pol? First one. Yeah. And then she takes off and he's, <laughs> he's like, well, you didn't have any celery for me to steal anyway. Mm. I'm glad you're gone. It, I meant to say with the last one. Okay. To Paul starting to really feel like Scully. It's like you've got so much evidence oh, yeah, this yeah. shit is real. Well, like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Now well, it's, it's just stubbornness. It's, it's, it's defying logic at this point mm. because logic would dictate that having seen all of this time travel stuff, 
The logical explanation is time travel is real. It's starting to feel like the only way this is fake is if this is a Dana Carvey level framing OJ prank. Because mm. the amount of people that would have to be involved. Anyway, back to OJ. this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I brought us out off course with just by mentioning primetime glitch. Oh, another thing about Martin Short. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I'm don't. just kidding. I was just kidding. I do love him. But three that's amigos. Fine. That's a great that, that we, already, we already talked about that a few weeks ago with that terrible. Right, because of the Magnificent Seven or whatever. Yeah. So what were you trying to bring up about Zulus and why everyone's so mean to him for no reason? Oh, me or Jake? One of you was talking. I wasn't. I was just saying. I was just saying I hate him. I didn't hate him, but I also didn't. I, I was very indifferent to Listen, him. he's not going to do well in prison, though. That's the thing. Like, he needs to get that shit out of his I system. I mean, with a, with a pretty mouth like that, I mean. <sighs> oh, actually, that is what I was going to say, though, is I will agree. I feel like Trip asked to have his seat changed a little early. Like, later on, yeah, like, oh my god, this guy does not shut up. Not since Lazarus's gravy beard have we seen such a magnificent uh, facial hair, either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. When he when he asked to be to have his seat changed so early, I'm like, why? The guy's being just friendly. Yeah, by later, especially because one of the things Tripp mentions that he said that we didn't hear was a, he apparently went into detail about a night he had with an Orion slave girl. And I wanted to hear more about it. I was <laughs> actually mad that we didn't I'm get good. that conversation. I don't need to hear some guy's tryst with someone who is unwillingly a sex uh, worker. Okay, well when you make it, when you say it like that, it sounds gross. Oh, a slave girl! Ah, what are those? Um, I wonder if she was green. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Green. Only assume. Oh, sorry. I left a Tholian guy out. Um. <laughs> they wish that the Tholian sounded that good. <laughs> they sounded like uh, when they interview like prisoners in... Uh, like one of those like expose type shows and they have them behind like oh, they the, put them yeah. in the dark and they're like I never saw anybody <laughs> yeah what you, you know when they, they do like, like the voice changing yeah, oh you mean the, when they the translated uh, no no not no. translated I oh yes 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 yeah, yes. yeah not, not that not, not the, the high pitched not the skittering <laughs> I was like <laughs> you know I what that, I'm watching like 2020 and they interview somebody that anonymously and it's just ah! You know what the skittering reminded me of, though? It reminded me of the raptors in Jurassic Park a little mm. bit. Like, when they're, like, when they attack the guy at the beginning of Jurassic Park. Shoot! There's a bunch of weird dinosaur noises. It really so, is just nothing to talk about this episode. We keep tangenting. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. weird for us. Yeah, but this is oh, this is yeah, one of I our. Liked, I liked. Uh, I, liked I wish something. we oh, no. didn't see the. Uh, we didn't see it, but we saw that they had shackles that were f fucking huge. Oh, I missed that. That yeah. is a nice touch. They get, and they get when they're fighting at the end. They're beating each other with the shackles. Archer and and, and yeah, the, there were some that were like this, like grapefruit sized wrists. Okay, yeah. that's that's yeah, that's, that's like, oh, a nice touch. Attention to detail. Who was that for? I bet the um the hunters in um Voyager. Erogen? I bet they have big thick ass wrists. Yeah, but they haven't met them. They're up in the Delta Quadrant. Well, I know. I'm just she said I wonder who those are for, and I'm suggesting perhaps the Herogen would fit them. That guy with the genitals behind his knees. <laughs> those weird cat people from TAS that weren't Cations. The, the Yeah. Yeah, the didn't they have pretty big arms or am I, I making that up? But they're cats, know. so they have little paws. True. Meow. Rock talk. Oh, yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, hurt people. Hurt cars. Oh. One of my notes is, so how do we know Archer and Trip weren't smuggling? <laughs> we don't. Maybe they thought, maybe, maybe it was a misunderstanding and like the customs agents boarded the ship and, and one of them was like, these two men are cuddling and somebody misheard it as, or no, smuggling. they said, they said snuggling. Oh, 
Why are these two guys snuggling on the ship? Did you say smuggling? Arrest them at once! Weird. They always snuggle when they watch water polo. That's just what that's what they do. Oh god! They call that Friday night. Did you guys notice the water polo shout out in this fucking episode? Oh, yeah, it was of course they I found did. some sport that was similar I, but not the same. I groaned audibly. Some other planet was dumb enough to invent that game. I mean, I'm sure water polo itself is fine. I, mean, it's, I, I, it's I Archer is being so fanboyish it. about it that that's like, snuggling. Snug, snuggling. What were they snuggling? No, what were they suspected of smuggling? They never said. Yeah, oh. I don't think so they said. Why would they say... Why? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But you would need... If they were smuggling, they would have contraband. You'd think. That's the whole point. So, not all... This was just a total Well, they clearly searched the sh- searched shuttle pod one, because they found blood all over. You know it is? They found some pirated sports uh, <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> now, you know what it really was... One of the many people that had the misfortune of meeting Archer was just like, I want that man going to Canamar. And he just bribed some policeman, say, just plant something on him, plant it, go to prison. Was it, was it uh, Dave Chappelle with a joke about like sprinkling crack on criminals? Yes. Yeah, like that. Sprinkle some crack on him. Sounds like a good joke. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think it probably was a good joke. But I'm not going to try to tell yeah. it and make it stupid. You know what I mean? Also, it turned the, the Dave Chappelle was turned into... A, oh, he, oh, yeah, he, he sucks now. This is a long time ago. Yeah, it's back when he was still funny. I haven't seen a Dave Chappelle special since that special. They keep getting worse, by all accounts. Yeah, I've heard that he's a real... He loves punching down, he says. Good for him. That's nice. punch back up. Great. Good for him. What a, what a cool guy. Uh, Speaking of cool guys, were we supposed to sympathize with Kuroda? Like, what exactly was going no. on with him? No, he was just a psycho. He was just a, just a shitbag. I don't yeah. know, dude. Being in jail was, when you're 14 is pretty Yeah, because there was, like, the scene where he's almost talking with, with Archer about, like, why he should be allowed to do things and stuff. And <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they kind of, that's something that they... Had they introduced that plot point earlier, and we could have gotten more story, that could have been interesting, because, like, yeah, you... There is a discussion to be had about, you know, overly early, and in his case, presumably false incarceration. Excuse me. No proof of, no proof either way, though. Yeah, but, like, just, you know, and even if it... Definitely snuggling. Even guy. if it was... Even if Seriously. it was... Some, he did, in fact, do it. Like, again, the idea of just, like, incarcerating someone in 14, like, does that actually help versus some other system of punishment? You know, the, there's a discussion you could have there, but... Yeah. This was like, it was a throwaway thing, and so at the end of the day, he's just a jerk. And then it does just become Desert Crossing again. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, that's the thing about this episode, is it is kind of just more Desert Crossing. Was with that the one with, um... That's the one with Clancy Brown. With Clancy Brown, yeah. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, Archer and Tripp are trapped in a bad situation. Yeah. Again, had they just, they should have just said, fuck it, we like ripping stuff off sometimes, they should have just gone full con air. And think, it probably would have been better. I think if they had a Steve Buscemi alien, they would have that would have worked it way better. Yeah, always. Ames and I would have known who our favorite character was. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, we do anyway. We kind of think we like the, uh, we like seaweed mouth. Yeah, I did like him. I did too. Not sexually. I just liked him. What happened to the people that he was rendezvousing with? They, they're it's locked up somewhere on Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Who was rendezvousing with? The shuttle there. No, that no, they Enterprise took over. never takes people into a brig. <laughs> they they should have done that with Ferengi and. Well, they don't have a brig, so they're just locked. Right now, they've locked them in the the decon room. I was gonna say cafeteria, but that Forced too. Forced to apply gel to each other. Hmm. Wait. Speaking of which, no, yet another time we uh, we don't decon. 
Yeah, true. And bringing true. people on board after being out and about. Listen, you're not meant to think about it except that one time when we definitely thought about it. Mm. When we remembered to make someone do it. I just think it's if there's no ladies. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, like, Phlox is the one that makes the decisions on when, <laughs> when they <laughs> oh, do it. Oh, gross. Yeah, that is like, gross. Uh, Archer, Archer and, and uh, Trip. yeah, you guys are good. To Paul and Hoshi, Cutler, <laughs> get in there. You guys are filthy. Being fair, Cutler's offering to go in when she doesn't need to. That's true. This away team was a real sausage fest. <laughs> what about that time Trip was in there on his own? Who got his back? Um, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Commander, looking very handsome today. Speaking of a sausage fest, do you want to move on to our character spotlight this week? Oh, double Ooh, sausage. Blondivity. Yowza. Double sausage. Why is it dear. a double sausage? Because he's a Klingon. Oh, that's right. I, that's I, right. I, I forgot. Oh, Klingon that's, that's one of his top things. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about Worf. Because this week we're talking Worf, our, our Worf. Klingon friend of you and me. And this way we also get to span both TNG and Deep Space Nine. Because I ran track. out of ran out of other people on TNG I wanted to talk about. Mm. What about uh, O'Brien? O'Brien's later. Well, because yeah, he's, he's barely in TNG. Yeah. Well, okay. no, he's in he's in, he's it, in it for like several seasons. It's but just he's, he's not way more. Yeah, he doesn't do much. I he know, he plays know, cello a couple times. He plays cello, or once. He plays um, cello. Yeah. He. How did I forget that? He does. Blunt all... Tool O'Brien plays cello. I mean, yep. He's just in a concert scene, though. Like it's not about him playing cello. No, it's not. I'm just saying it's one of the we few things. We know the cello episode. Um. Anyway. Worf. He's in. He's in, in. I think through five seasons. But it's true that he's never nearly as. Yeah, he's um, not a main character. Not no, at all. He's, no. he's he's way. It's way more appropriate for him to be in the DS Nine conversation. Uh, Worf, Worf though could be in either. Or both. Or both. Or, both. or neither. No, neither. Not, not neither. Um, it makes no sense. He could also be in. Uh, shit. What's? Oh no, that's also TNG. No, wait. What episode is it where he shows up as his own grandfather? No, that's um. That's, that's that's like a movie, isn't it? That's Alexander who. No, no, no. You're, you're thinking thinking of Star Trek Six. Oh, oh, Colonel Worf. That yeah, isn't sorry. Worf though. That no. is a different I mean, character. Yeah, but it's Michael Dorn. It is Michael Dorn because, of course, it is. My 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 tops are kind of lazy for Worf because there's a ton of tops. He is a top, I'm sure. Oh, um, I don't know. Not uh, to K. R. Not to, not to uh, fucking. Uh... Jadzia. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Jadzia definitely. Maybe they switch off. I think they probably did. Well, because he's always like, when are you going to marry me, Jadzia? And she's, she's like... I want a big Klingon wedding. Yeah, they probably, they, <laughs> they, they probably take like, turns. I'm imagining him as Satan in South Park <laughs> and Jadzia is like Saddam Hussein. I don't know the joke. Oh, really? Anyway, Worf. Do you? Yes, I know what you mean. Fine. Um, uh, Worf. Um, first two, I think, you know, these are pretty good. He killed the fuck out of Duras. Woo! If anyone ever needed killing, yeah. it was Duras. Yep. Alexander. Oh, Except Duras. for maybe number two. Gowron. Gowron. Yay! Another person who needed killing. Uh, those are my one and two, too. Um, and uh, somehow, Gowron looked less surprised than normal when he got run through. <laughs> yeah. And then, I couldn't... I wanted to save my third one for just, like... Jokes? A, a great, oh. like, wharf joke. Mm -hmm. And there, there are... There are many... So I'll save you guys some of the better ones. This one's less of a joke, and it's more of just like a badass thing. Mm -hmm. Assimilate this. Oh, mm. interesting. Is that during first contact? That's from first contact when he blows up the Borgs. He's great. He shoots them and he says, 
Oh, wait. Normal bullets work on these fucking things. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I saved you guys some of the better one-liners, um, of which there are myriad. Well, I'm going to go with being a great father to that kid he adopted. Yes, Jeremy Astor. That's not actually one of mine. I just. Oh, damn it. It's I on just, my list. I just wanted to start a line I'm with already, being a great nope, father. I have already hey, a lot hey. of... What have we what have we said about not stealing things that could be honorable mentions? Fair, fair. You're stuck with it now. It's one of your favorite three. I'm it, sorry. Is I don't it? make the rules. No, I don't know. It's up to Ames. It's up to Ames. It's Ames' this is Ames' show. I don't mean the whole already, show. I just I've already bolded it and I don't want to unbold it. <laughs> but you said it was on your list, so No no, she said it's on the Ames' huge, list has about yeah. thirty things. Fair list enough. has list has. Ames has all Being of the a things. better father to some kid than his actual son. Yay. Uh killing Gowron. Yay. Not killing Picard where he stands. When? Mm. First, first contact. contact. Oh shit. If you were any other, other man, man, I'd, I'd kill, kill you where you stand. That's a good line. <laughs> Because Picard calls him a bitch. Yeah. Right well, he kind of is a bitch. Well, it's right. See, Picard he used to... being a bitch. Picard used to TNG Worf, who only exists to yeah. get bitched. Not well, also, DS9 also, Worf. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about that scene. Picard's like, hey, let's go on this suicide mission. And Worf's like... I don't no. know. Today doesn't look like a great day. Yeah, to this die. is a shitty day to die. I'm not doing ramen speed in this bitch. Come on, let's get out <laughs> we of are here. By this point... <laughs> By this point, he's met Jadzia. He's kind of got something to live for, finally. He was literally going to ram the Defiant into a Borg cube the previous day. But that would have saved Jadzia. And kill Adam Scott in the process. Adam Scott, no! I always forget about that until he pops up. It's like, oh yeah, he's in this. For two seconds. Very cute. How about you, Caitlin? Yeah, Gowron. Killing Gowron was one of the things I thought. Always good. Um, I thought that it was really nice when he tried to help Kor. Is it Kor? Who's uh, got dementia and he has no honor and he's trying to help him by like oh, talking him sure. into like get, getting a... Once, a once more unto the breach. Is that what it's called? Is yeah, like getting him a place on Martok's ship. ship. Okay. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I feel good. like he was being a real mensch there. I mean, it turned out to be a horrible idea. Well, yeah. in the end, but Kor ended up saving everybody. That's true, he did. So Kor ended up bitching Worf and locking him in a closet so he <laughs> yes. could go martyr himself. But yes. okay. Still think the secretary should have gone with him. It That's really true, felt yeah. like they were setting up they for were that. Friends. I feel like they I feel like the writers stole a good death from that guy. Since do I get to have a joke or do I can I have to hold it until you said Do you have well you I think you I think I have any? a joke. No, I have Tell I, me I, I need thing. two more. Tell me anything. Well, I think it's great that he dated Troy because Troy deserved good loving. They were a good couple. In I that loved show. them. They I loved really, them. So really worked. Okay, but here's my joke: being an awesome birthing coach to Keiko O'Brien oh, for the God. baby that definitely Whoa. wasn't his. <laughs> I forgot about that somehow. I figured that wasn't especially because the great that callback was on the bad list. That's like a good no. That's like a good like the uh, the good. Mrs. O'Brien, bite down on this leather and breathe. There was. <laughs> Can you imagine Warp doing Lamaze breathing, trying to like work her through like, the contractions? The fact that like the, 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 that was just it was a great comedic moment because the whole time he's like doing it as if it's by the book. Yeah, and she's like, "This is not how this works, Warp." I don't know. Like, I'm Why have like, you not Get some birth? towels and hot water. You you are fully dilated. You may now give birth. You know. <laughs> See, I blame Warp for allowing a baby on the show. So. <clears throat> Nobody's saying in there. I mean, that's like the second fucking child he's brought on board, so. Yeah. And then the callback, though, in DS9 is great. When he finds out she's pregnant again, you just mm -hmm. see his face like, 
No. I, I will be out of town that day. Yeah. Yep. No, it, was, it, was, that day. It, was, it wasn't that she was pregnant. It was that it was Keiko's having a baby. And yeah. he goes, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hides under the table. <laughs> oh, God. Ames? I have some some new ones, because why not? Oh, good. Because a really great wharf moment is in By Inferno's Light, when he just pounds all those Jem'Hadar in the fighting ring. Mm-hmm. That's good. And considering, like, it's been a show of watching Worf get his ass handed to him. Whenever you needed to show that another alien is strong, it is so nice to watch him hold his own for a fucking change. And like, yeah. and like the fact that he just gets his ass beat and keeps getting up. Yeah, he keeps know? standing. Even Martok is like, stay down. No, <laughs> won't do it. Of course, the lovely, lovely tea and poetry scene with Pulaski. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's another good one? What's another good one? Oh, here's a great one. When he and Kalar dress up as macho oh, Klingons yeah. to, trip those, to trick those Klingons coming out of cryo mm. in The Emissary. Yeah. Not to be confused with Emissary. Emissary. God damn it, Star um, Trek. An honorable mention. Actually, I mean, this probably should have been on your list, but I wanted to get the assembly of this in. The Guitar with Cedo oh, Jackson. That's a good that's one. That's good, yeah. I liked it when he met the people in, what's that episode where I bet Odo it's... is oh, like, when Odo is like, makes them go back in time to save Kira. Oh, uh, yeah, Children yeah. of Time. Yeah, when he meets the when he the, meets the, the, the other the Klingons and he like hangs with them and teaches them the way of the warrior and shit. Or it, it went much better than the time he met the Klingon Romulan kids in that TNG two parter. Oh, that's in my worst moments. We won't get to that. <laughs> Since none of us have mentioned it, honorable mention, good tea. Nice house. Nice house. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about Fun that. As well. And then the other the other uh, comedy moment that no one has said was uh, I am not a merry man. Oh, that's, oh, that's a great. I moment. considered smashing the loot uh, for my list. Smashing the loot. <laughs> Death to the opposition. Yes. Yeah. The lesson here is Dorn's good at a one-liner. Yes. Oh yeah, he's excellent. He's got like that t- uh, comic. I feel like I feel like you know how can I when he was like how can I prove to you that I'm human? Die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was with Q, right? Yeah. That's good. How do you fuck up, Jake? Oh. oh, I was just gonna say Michael. I was just gonna say that Michael Dorn is great. Worf yeah. is great generally. Like, yeah, he has some bad moments, like we're about to talk about, but it uh-huh. isn't ever because Dorn mm, um, yeah. doesn't do a great job. You know, in yeah. my opinion. I'm in gonna, my opinion, I'm gonna leave off the obvious one. Do uh, not. Uh, and go with three lesser obvious ones. But I think someone will get it. Which someone will circle. I'm after. absolutely going oh, to. No, I'm, but that's why we I'm, all should. I'm, I'm saving it. I'm saving it for for you. Thank you. Siding with Admiral Satie in the uh, oh yeah in the yeah. drumhead he was big into fascism in that episode I don't remember that mm-hmm. um, it's the one where there's a terrorist bombing on the ship and even though the and the guy that did it was Klingon but it turns out that he had a Romulan explosive so he was like a traitor and then they so they're investigating it and they start blaming that half Romulan guy. Mm. Um, Tarsus. Tarsus. Yeah. Simon Tarsus. And uh, Worf is like all on board with the with the prosecution until until he's like, oh, fucking this lady was full of shit. And uh, I fell for it hard. Yeah. And Picard had to basically tell me I suck. Mm. I'm going to say his obstinance in not giving blood to the Romulan mm. in the enemy. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about that myself. Like, what a piece of shit. Yep. And that man died. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Worf. 
and almost like almost caused a huge fucking international incident if Jordy and what's his fuck hadn't survived. Bokra! Yeah. Love him. If Bokra hadn't survived, that would have been bad. Yep. Galondin Core, damn it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say the other one. Uh, this might be an obvious one. Wiping Kern's memory. Yep, that's a good one. Why are you taking all of mine? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, he's left. He's left some of the obvious ones that on, on table for us to clean. I yeah. know, but that yeah, mean, but, gonna, if, but if you only have three, I <laughs> actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some of the obvious ones you missed because that way we'll overlap less. There you go. <laughs> um, Siding with the Ryzen terrorists. Uh-huh. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Great. Well, my That's whole list in... has now been said. Yep. <laughs> that no reason was for me to speak. Um, Bad war. Bad. I mean, it's it's obvious, but again, I'll, I I had been kind of I'd had four I really wanted to say, and I will knock one off now so I can say this. What a shitty father to his actual son. <laughs> Just so bad. But I gotta keep on there wiping. Okay, so is that on your list or not on? I, I'm confused if that's on your list. Or no, not no, being list. a bad father is on my list. Okay, now. good. Because Jake already said one of the other ones. Uh, I was kind you. of wanted to say more than that, but now I can say that. But I've got to keep wiping his brother's memory on there. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. just like that. It has to be said again because it's just too awful. Especially, for, especially a for a Klingon. Uh, the, I was gonna say the not giving the Romulan guy blood, but since. Ah. So it's an overlap with Jake twice. Yeah, that, I knocked it off so I could say Alexander because yeah. it got said. Yeah, just the, like, if it, if it were not a Klingon, it might have been a different situation or at least slightly better. But by the, the fact that, like, it just feels like he's erasing, like, Kern wanted to die. Yeah. Which is a thing that Klingons are allowed to do. And Worf said, fuck you, you're doing it my way. That's even less honorable than anything else. Right. What a dick. Have all of yours already been said, Caitlin? No, I'm, I'm thinking of some new ones. Got it, get it, get um, it. He really has been, because like, yeah, I, I don't know if I kept this in the recording, but I forgot to prep for this one. This is one of the easiest ones we've ever done for me. He's His stuff is very memorable when he yeah. does it. <laughs> he does some, well, he does some big bad things. He does some big bad things. And well, some big good things. And yeah. some big good things. So you're like, it's like, oh, I that's done. They figured it out. Yep. Well, he got bitched by a big blue barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. We saw a big blue barrel floating in the pond up the street recently, and we're like, oh. God is revenge. Run, Worf, run. Well, God is revenge by polluting. I'm going to put Worf as a dirty polluter on my list. You <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. He drowned that barrel. Right. It had children. Motherfucker. It had blue kegs. All the shit that he was giving Jadzia for, like, having fun friends and like continuing to fraternize like to, to continue oh, to have yeah. relationships with people who she may have had previous oh, that's right. encounters yeah. with yeah we got kind of a jealous wharf and it was kind of yucky mm-hmm. um and not a good look on anybody i guess also like he's kind of a douchebag to esri and yeah. i don't like esri but i also think it's bullshit yeah it's not her fault oh, yeah it's not got, her fault it got better got after they banged yeah, which, god damn it. Jesus. Can I add that to my so list? Banging oh, no, Esri. Got I've got it right here. It's number one. Mm-hmm. On my girl. Banging wow. Esri. Fucking Esri. Bad Worf. Bad Worf. Like, it's just because, I mean, 
Oh, fuck. My honorable mention would be trying to marry everybody he fucks oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Jesus oh, we Christ. we say the words. Yeah, now he's like, now do you try that shit with Esri? But, like, seriously, like, that's almost like, I don't know, if your dead wife had a twin sister and you were trying to, like, recapture those feelings. Like, just don't do it. You know it's a bad thing to do. Don't. Es- especially after all the drama in Rejoined, where we're, we know that the, the host's Oh yeah, well that's okay. But here's the thing: that's why Ezri shouldn't have done it. Mm. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, and in we a can way, talk about that in Ezri's episode. Takes two to tango. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's even worse because in a way, we we know that like she wasn't really trained for this. Yeah, we know she's having issues that she shouldn't be because again, she didn't get the training. So like, she even if like you can claim she consented, it was like, did she or is like Jedzia's memory kind of overwhelming her a little? Is she? Could you consider her, like, not fully in control of her faculties? Like, she's drunk almost, I don't know if I would say it's that much. I mean, I think that there's some, like... But if I was him in the back of my mind, I'd be like, I don't know if this is actually you or Jadzia. There's definitely an element of taking advantage, even though I don't... And again, and that's why he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. There there are great reasons why neither of them should have entertained this. They are myriad and different. But, yeah, they're there, and that's one of them. They're there. They're there. There, poor there. woman. Him and fucking ends up fucking Bashir, which is horrible. Ugh, poor Ezri. Well, I don't know. Bashir's alright. And it makes more sense. And Ezri is so mm-hmm. fucking annoying. But it's still, mm-hmm. like, because he was carrying a fucking Yeah, but he torch. eventually sort of got over that, it seemed. Yeah, No, know. he didn't. He was back on it once she died. Well, yeah, but, like, I don't know. Listen, what? listen. What anyway, the we'll get that, what did, that later. What did Bashir not do? Fucking what's her name from the idiot brigade, the woman that couldn't talk. Okay, we'll get we'll do Ju- Julian in a couple of weeks. So yeah. Julian, that can. Julian's got I'm his own. I'm just saying he's problems. got lots of fucking yeah, ethically <laughs> ethnic or um, ethically. ethically. Wow. No, God. I said I said ethic and then I fucked myself up. But a lot of like morally uh, questionable sexual practices. Yeah. But go ahead. I have two more stupid things Worf does. All right, Worf. Uh, you speaking idiot. of terrible sexual practices. The whole thing with Ba'el and Birthright, we mentioned it a moment ago because she was one of those half-Romulan, half-Klingon things. Mm. And when he learns that she, that she's half-Romulan, like, his reaction is just unbecoming of him, and I was upset. <laughs> he's, he's like, now I have to cut my dick off. <laughs> he's he's so racist against Romulans. I mean, but again, it's it's... I think that's okay. It's not good. It's not a good character trait, but I think it's okay that it's a, it is a character trait. Oh, yeah, yeah, it trait. makes sense for his character, yeah. but it's still, like... It still makes him bad. It still makes him bad, yeah. It's not bad. good that he's racist. I but appreciate it's, it's... that they were willing to give a major character that kind a flaw. Of trait, and it be, makes and him be, more real. And be consistent about yeah. it, too. It makes him more real. Yeah, I agree. But bad. Oh, yeah, um, no, it is bad. Naughty. Real we're not bad. condoning it in universe. I'm, I'm Wait, Ames is done. Yeah, sorry, Ames That was only two. You guys went off on we Julian keep, yeah. weeks ago. I, I stomped all over Ames' oh, okay. thing. I'm sorry. One last one. Go, Ames, get it. I don't like this, and I always hated it. He is so racist to Quark all the time that he has never called the Quark Ferengi by an actual name. barkeep. Oh, yeah. And that starts in Hippocratic Oath when he's trying to investigate Quark, and then it turns out that, it's a, that he has just entirely thrown Odo's sting. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't help himself from mm-hmm. not trusting Quark. Well, good, you should never cross Quark. But he's doing it for racism reason and not for actual reason. Yeah, no, he doesn't actually know Quark. Like, Odo knows Quark. You don't trust Quark. Yeah, and Odo's on top of things. But, she was like, Quark. Never mind. That is also, again, because, like, for some reason, the Ferengi are the one species it's okay to be racist against in the whole Federation. Well, I think we all know why. Hmm. 
I'm oh, suggesting it's an anti-Semitism Yes, I, I understood. Okay, great. I wasn't, I I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, like, that's one of those things people just somehow fucking get away with all the time. Stupid. Uh, he fucking killed a kid playing soccer. <laughs> okay, but that was like an accident. Uh, I mean... And like, he felt really, really bad about it for the rest of his life. But also, like, that was something that, like, the people who were, like, doing the intramural sports probably should have been thinking about, like... <laughs> oh, here's a really violent kid. Maybe we should not have him play. Well, no, it's not even that, but by then we must have known that Klingons have way more fucking strength than human beings. Like, maybe... But see, then you wind up in the really awkward situation of having to... It doesn't look great if you're going, look, we don't want your kid playing this sport with our kids because his head is hard. Well, they don't have any problem doing that to fucking trans kids. Well, yes, but it's the 24th century. They're better by then. Put on a special helmet. I was saying, they maybe should have made him wear some sort of helmet. So him what or you're the saying other kids. is it was, him. it was wokeness that got that kid killed. Not, no. <laughs> it's kind of what I heard you say. <laughs> no. Honest, so. Just saying like they, you know, you can't just say you can't play this because you're the wrong race. It's not, it's not good. Species. Not race. Species, yes. Alien race. But yeah, just make everyone wear a helmet. Wharf to I'm pad. I'm shocked that they don't it? have proper like, it, protection. Because it, like, it's soccer what, and people think say, you what don't game need. Were they playing? It was soccer. By, okay, but like, let's be real. By the 24th century, it's going to be like touch soccer. You know, oh, yeah. just like it's going to be touch flag yeah, football. And, there's, and, and everyone's going to have like personal force fields. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Ooh, like everyone Dune. would like have Dune, personal yeah. force fields. Oh, I like Will they have still suits like Dune? Well... If you want to drink your own piss, you certainly will. Uh, Absolutely. Jake, have we met? Do you <laughs> know how much I like the film that, Waterworld? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think we both know I want to drink my own piss, Jake. I was Jake. not expecting Waterworld. I'll take it. Can I pay 11 bucks to watch Kevin Cosner drink his own urine? Yummy, yummy. <laughs> Thank you, Dana Carvey. <laughs> oh, dear. What a... Uh, hi. Hey, listeners, you go back and try to figure out how many comedy specials we referenced in this episode. I think it was at least three. What's the third one? I remembered about Dave Chappelle. Jiminy Glick. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a special. I guess that was a that series. Was a... Character, yeah. though. Still, anyway. <laughs> you go really high in the This has been episode 337. That's pretty good. Of A Star to Steer Her By. <laughs> Join us next week for The Crossing and Judgment. Great titles. So follow us on Facebook and SoundCloud and Tumblr where you will see this most recent blog activity and past blog activities. Uh, is there anything about Worf we missed? Because he's got a lot. You know, did you think that there was one that should have made our list instead? We didn't mention that he agreed to tuck Wesley in every night and that should go on the Shh. bad list. Yes, this was my bad list thing. He refused to tell Spot that he was a good cat and a pretty cat. But he did Worf. feed him. I don't give a shit. You tell that cat he's good and pretty. <laughs> That was one of the things I thought of that I was going to try to remember to say, and then I completely fucking forgot. You got it now. It's on the list now. Oh, thank God. So, uh, yeah. Underline and, it and bold it, Ames. So, yeah, it is we, the greatest. And, you know, so next week, the two new episodes and a new <laughs> blog. We moved on to DS9. Who are we talking about next week? Cisco. Cisco. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, yeah. there's uh, something about war crimes we might need to discuss. My list is so long. I'll read all of them. I'll do it. <laughs> I was just at 30 now. Depending on how bad the... next week's episodes are, maybe we'll just talk about each one for five minutes and then just talk Cisco for an Dude, hour. Dude, talking is about... so loud right it now. Would be awesome I to... laughed. It would be awesome to talk Cisco just in general. Fair. Like, as a thing. Fair. Anyway, this has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. And this is always Jake. Do join us next week. That, one didn't that wasn't work. right at all. That was that try weird... It. Try again. <laughs>
Remember, you have to go very high and then very low. <laughs> Good enough. Good night.